When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. The Carolina Panthers put a whipping on the Buccaneers, 21 to 3. Anytime you score three points, that pretty much sums it up. We're on it together, man. We've got to go pull ourselves out of it. Some bad tape. You know, we didn't run the ball particularly well. Didn't catch it particularly well. Yeah, some bad tape all around. Rodgers throwing a backward pass that goes through the legs of the lineman, and the ball game's over. I'm not worried about this squad. You just got to play better this week. Nobody's going to give us a chance. Shoot. Might be the best thing for us. Woo! Yeah. I'm too This is my- Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck. At Pier 17, we are on ESPN Radio. We're on the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio, and you got us with you wherever you are. And we are joined live at the Seaport on set by ESPN NFL analyst. Sexy Rex. And former (laughs) NFL head coach and D coordinator. Rex Ryan. Will, I can't help it. Tell him, baby. Tell him, baby. (laughs) Coach, what is – listen, we've been talking about it this morning and in the past. Tom Brady, if you go back to the fake retirement, if you listen to him talk, (laughs) it was like, I've sacrificed so much for my family. They've sacrificed – now I have to sacrifice for them. And I'm thinking it doesn't work that way. If you really have a burning passion for something and you give it up for someone, you're not ready to walk away, come on. And then, sure enough, it snowballed, and now we're hearing things about his personal life. He looks skinny to me. It looks like he's going yeah. through something, and he also, on the field, doesn't look the same. Is he washed because of age? Is he, do you think he's going through something? Is it the team? What's going on with Brady? No, I mean, I, I think anybody that is going through the, the personal things that he's going through, um, it's going to affect it's going to affect everything you do in life. And that's what you're seeing. You're seeing a, a guy that, uh, you're right, he looks skinny, he, all that. He's probably not eating. He's got so much going on. And, by the way, you're quarterback of a, a NFL football team. Like, this is, you know, th- this ain't easy for anybody. Uh, they look old and slow to me. That, that's how this team looks, you know, offensively. So that's not a good look. But but I think the personal thing, and, and I know – you know, I put myself in when I was ever dealing with something like that, it affects you. Same. I mean, there's, there's yeah. no question about it. Mm-hmm. Same as hard to eat, sleep, everything. Yep. Yes, it is. That is correct. Uh, Rex, let me ask you something now. I want you to follow me here, right? Because as a defensive coordinator, you were lights out. That's why you got the job with the Jets, because you were lights out in Baltimore. Then you became lights out in New York as the head coach slash defensive coordinator. But you was trying to manage – Everything. Your defense was solid and sound, but your offense, eh, they ran the ball well, and that was about it. When did you realize that you needed to give up defensive play calling to manage the entire team and allow Dennis Thurman and company to kind of do the defense with you 
Ty Bowles is kind of in that situation now. Yeah, you know, Key, it's uh, Dennis Thurman was with me for years. Like, he coached with me for, what, 10, 12 years, something like that. And um, But we always had a partnership, but I never gave up the play calling. Like, in all my years, mm. I, I mm. always called the defense. And – and, and here's why. I'm like, if I go down, I'm going to go down calling the defense. I know I'm better than that other dude across the, the, across the sidelines, you know, calling defenses and coaching defense. But you're right. There's, you know, if I ever had to do it uh, over again, you can't do it. Like, it, it's, it's so much um, that it's really hard to do. Um, but for me, I, it, it was just like – I think it. I had. I knew I had an edge calling defenses. That's why I never wanted to give it up. And I had Mike Petton with me. I had Dennis Thurman. I had some great coaches. But um, yeah, I definitely would have changed if in in today's game. I don't think you can do both. I mean, it's it's so hard. And you look at Brian Dayball is a great example of that. I mean, it may look like Brian Dayball's offense, but he's technically not calling it. Right. Too much to do. Rex, push back if I'm wrong here. Just my assessment. What I'm seeing. So I think about. The coaches that Tom Brady has had. Bill Belichick, right? Reminds me of Coach K. In a way, like, right. all right, you're going to meet in the middle or if you're probably going to lean a lot towards Bill Belichick's side, which is probably one of the reasons Tom Brady decided to go down in Tampa, right? Bruce Arians, a couple of years ago, like, there was a lot of pushback from Bruce, even in the media, in which it felt like him and Tom were clashing, but they had to meet. So when I hear Key talk about Todd Bowles and he says, well, you know, Todd is a little bit, you know, demeanor is less soft-spoken things of that sort do you think that maybe Todd is it hard for him to hold Tom as accountable as Bruce Arians or Bill Belichick has in the past well I look at it this way I, I think it'd be hard for anybody and and why the humanistic side of it he knows what Tom Brady's going through and from a personal standpoint all that type of stuff Todd Bowles looks like a guy that that generally cares about his players and uh, I just think it's more – it's not just the player. It, it's not just him as a football player. It's it's him as a person. And I, I think that's that's probably very hard for Todd Bowles, uh, you know, to to demand different things from Tom Brady right now. I, I think he is – he cares generally for Tom Brady. That this is, this is my take, and I think – it is hard to to get the most out of him as a player right now. It, it's just me, and, and I would have been the same way. Well, Rex, at some point, right? Yep. At some yep. point, I mean, I, we sit up here and we talk about, I get it, you're going through stuff, right? Yep. Everybody's going through stuff in some form or fashion. Maybe not to that right. degree like Tom, but you have to get out of your own way sometimes to get back to on the field, and how can Todd do that is the question. Well, that, that's, the, that's the thing. they got to come in together, and they got to meet together, and, and they got to get it, but – I, I think to be the beginning of the season, it's a long season, there's 10 more games, but, but I just think there's things that are more important than, than, than the games and all that, mm-hmm. and I think it's their relationship. I think at the end of the day, they're going to come out of this closer and be stronger because of it. He knows, Brady knows that this man has given him the leeway to try to get his personal life in order. I think competitively, Brady's going to get back to it. I, I, I trust that. And I think the relationship that he has with Todd Bowles is only going to grow. And so I think this team actually, like I know people are saying they're done. I don't see that. I don't see it. I think there's going to be a recommitment from this football team. And, and when it happens, 
you know, they're going to get the very best that, that these two individuals have in the, in the football team. So, so we'll see. I'm not calling them, uh, you know, completely done right now. Brandon Staley and, and his team and the Chargers gave up 37 points to your former yeah. quarterback and Geno Smith in Seattle, Rex. Is Brandon Staley getting ready to, I don't know, screw this thing completely up and somebody else is going to be wearing that Charger cap in the future on the sideline? You know, Key, I – this is a tough one for me. I've always been very critical of this guy with the analytics and going forward on fourth down and running. Like, we never saw Justin Herbert in the playoffs last year because of some of the decisions, in my opinion, really affected the team. Um, but right now, he is supposed to be a defensive guy, and they, they have way too much talent, way too much money spent on that defense. It's probably the second, third-best roster in the NFL going into the season. That's what we thought. Um, and so when that happens, when you don't meet expectations, uh, a lot of times the coach can be the fall guy. Now, look, I don't know this Brandon Staley. I just don't like some of the recklessness uh, on some of the fourth down calls in particular and the fact that you're supposed to be a great defensive coach. That team needs to start playing that way. And, and Keith, we'll say this. Geno Smith is playing lights out. If you didn't know the name on the back of the jersey – that, hey, it was, you know, it, this is Geno Smith. We'd be sitting there talking about, is this guy up there? I know his team needs he to is. win him more as a dang it, an MVP candidate. He's a top six, seven quarterback Absolutely. this year. Absolutely. Maybe top five the yep. way he's been playing. He hasn't been making mistakes. I dare you, Rex, screw that guy up. How did you do that? <laughs> Rex, you know what do you know about Geno Smith? <laughs> you know what's great is because it, people look like, well, Rex, what? I go, wait a second, guys. I started him for two years. What do you want me? I, I was the only guy that started this guy, and he came in there as a rookie, and we won eight games. And think about this. The kids always had the talent. Geno's always had the talent. And to win eight games as a rookie, we weren't favored in a single game. That shows you that this guy has, has that kind of talent. The difference is he had to learn to be a leader in the locker room and all those type of things, hardest working player on the field um, and, and on your football team, he just needed the, the, the maturation to, to become the guy he is. And the fact that he came back after 10 years of not starting and coming years. back, this is like an incredible story, and it's an incredible story about perseverance and believing. It's the old thing about Ray Robinson used to say, believe in yourself when nobody else would. Well, guess what? That's Geno Smith. And to me, it's one of the greatest stories, you know, certainly of this year. Absolutely. That is Rex Ryan, former head coach and now ESPN NFL analyst and uh, sexy Rex, baby. Sexy Rex. Always 100% sexy Rex. You just can't help it, huh? huh? I can't help it. You know, I wake up every day. (laughs) Dak is back. What is Dallas's recipe for success and how sustainable is it? Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? 
You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Key Observations is brought to you by GEICO. Switch to GEICO today and see all the ways you can save. What do you got for us today, Key? What you got, Key? Well, let's start off with my observations over the weekend. I only have four, really. I was, it was hard to really kind of – I usually have five or six, but I only found four. Let's start off with – Number one. Hey, there you go. Number one, the Dallas Cowboys offense. The Cowboys offense looked the same as Cooper Rush, except you got a guy in Dak Prescott who can go 19 to 25. He can be 200 yards and a touchdown. But he made a few throws that was just, oh, my God. And, and that's something that Cooper Rush was not able to do. They ran the football well with Pollard and Zeke Elliott. They played defense, obviously, clearly against one of the top rushing attacks in, 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 the, in the NFL with the Detroit Lions. Detroit's offense could generate points in the past, but so far they wasn't able to do it against the Dallas Cowboys. Number two. Number two, the Jets and the Giants are both real. Yes, Robert Sala, I'm saying that the Jets are real, so – I can see it on your face in Denver when I'm watching that game, man. You're proud of your football team. I can tell based on the cheekbone structure, the smile, all of those sort of things. I'm like, yeah, coach is having fun. But then if you go across, uh, be, well, I guess both of them are in New Jersey now. So down the street, you look at the, the uh, New York Giants. The Giants are winning the way that they're supposed to. I don't know a lot of people say, well, they're squeaking it out. They're barely squeaking it out. Doesn't matter. A win is a win is a win. No matter what you say, Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones combining for over 200 yards and then Daniel Jones giving you another 200 in the air, 300 and something yards all on the day for him. He certainly finding himself in a in a window where he's going to get a na- nice, handsome ransom from somebody, if not the New York Giants. Number three. Number three. As I'm sitting there and I'm looking at this Seattle Seahawks, Los Angeles Chargers, in Los Angeles, in SoFi Stadium, and I'm watching Geno Smith just carve up Brandon Staley's defense. I mean, he was just out there just woo, dicing and slicing again. Nice recipe. 20-27, 200 yards, two touchdowns, defense play solid and sound. Brandon Staley and the Chargers, they, I know they're 4-3 and three on the year, but it's not a pretty 4-3. and three. It's certainly not a pretty 4-3, and three. and yes, they late in the game, they had a couple injuries in that game, but Seattle had control. They were controlling the game from beginning to end, 
and they won the game going away, in my opinion. Number four. And number final, number four, finally, the Browns, the Cleveland Browns, they're probably going to make not make the playoffs. I had them making the playoffs. I thought that Jacoby Brissett can hold things together and Deshaun Watson comes back. He can give them about seven wins and then Deshaun comes in. Yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. I, I really don't. When you look at the Cleveland Browns, it's just like one bad thing after another. They took the lead against the Ravens, but yet and still they allowed Lamar Jackson and company to win in the end. It's not looking good for the Cleveland Browns. So I'm I'm looking at all these observations. Yeah, Jay. Yeah, I just have one key. I just wanted yes. to, I just wanted to give a shout out. One. I got one. Yeah, shout out to Steve Wilkes, interim head coach for the Panthers, get, getting a, a big win. He's from the Charlotte area. Also, a coach that joined the lawsuit with Brian Flores uh, against the NFL and the Dolphins as well. So uh, there's a lot there, but just you know, key to see an interim head coach get a big win like that. I, I just want to give a shout-out to Steve Wilkes. Yeah. Um, meantime. Well, Steve Wilkes without Christian McCaffrey. Without right? Christian without, McCaffrey. They had a fire sale. They don't, well, Not a fire sale because they got a great return for McCaffrey. But and by the way, like 15 giving, hours you know, earlier, David Tepper was literally at the podium talking about we never really possessed a culture of winning. So for him to bounce back after statements like that from your owner – to actually win a game that nobody expected you to win, just want to get props. I didn't expect them. Yeah, no, yeah. no I don't no, think anybody not. expected that. Tepper, I liked what he's done since he bought the team, even though it hasn't worked out. I, I admire when someone's like, what we have, Ron Rivera, Ken Newton, it's good. We're making the playoffs every other year. You know, once in a while we make a run. I think we could do better. I'm going to tear it down. I think we can do – I'm trying to be great, not good. I he's like gonna that. Tear, he's going to tear it down again. This is his yep. second mm-hmm. rebuild. It might be, and it may not work out, but I like, like sometimes you have to learn how to temper, you know, that impulse. But I, I like seeing it. It means the guy's competitive and well, he's like looking to do game, big things. After the game, like all the guys, like they rallied around him. It's just, it, it's interesting, Key, for certain coaches that have the buy-in from players, right? I just never got that feel from the players around Matt Rule. Whereas I see that whole team rally around Steve Wilkes, like that's a different feeling. Yeah, it, it's uh, you know I, I don't know about in basketball, but in football, it's hard when a coach ha- hasn't done it on a certain level, and you come and you make him one of the highest paid coaches in the history of the NFL. Players, re- believe it or not, they look at that and they resent that. Now, if you was bringing somebody over from a team that had won, and you stole him from an NFL team, and he had some you know, skins on a the wall, they would approach it differently. That was never the case with Matt Rule. Matt Rule's an excellent turnaround Temple, turnaround Baylor type head coach, but then you go and you poach him from college and make him one of the highest paid dudes and give him this full autonomy, it just never works. It yeah, where are the stripes? Works. They want to see stripes in the yes, NFL if absolutely. you're going to get that kind of money. Um, so, guys, the Cowboys offense, this was the big question. Will they be able to resist the temptation – of using their shiny new toy in Dak now that he's back and change the offense. In fact, Key, going back to your first observation, that's not what they did. What they did was exactly what you wanted to see. Solid and sound defense, didn't throw it all over the lot, but did, at, like, what is Dak there for? In case of glass break, in case of emergency, break glass. Two or three times a game, third, da- third and long, here's a pivotal play, can he make that throw down the field that a replacement-level guy you don't trust to make? And the answer was yes. So, Key, I think based on what we've seen, small sample, but one game back, 
Would you say the Cowboys are legitimate Super Bowl contenders? Absolutely. I've been saying it from day one. They, they now have a recipe for success, okay? If they need to throw 35 times in a game and, and they feel comfortable doing that with Dak Prescott, if they had to, for some reason the defense has a bad day and somebody comes in there and unleashes it on them, can they respond on the offensive side of the ball? Yes, they can. They certainly can because when you look at what they've been able to do, Zeke Elliott, Tony Pollard, C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup and company stepping up to the plate, Dalton Schultz at the tight end position, it's just a different team than it were week one. I just still feel like this offense has a, a, a long way to go, right? Because, I mean, you're going against one of the league's worst defenses there. There are a lot of third and shorts that they got stuffed. And, and I get it was Dak's first game back. Like I said, this game and the Bears game, he can work into that rhythm. But it, even key, like some of the plays that Kellen Moore was calling, like the defense is staple. I get it. But that offense still needs to kick into a different gear. It's I, I just something want, to watch. I don't want Kellen Moore calling any other plays but the ones he called on Sunday. And the ones he called the Sunday before, the ones he called the Sunday before that, the ones he called the Sunday before that. Don't think like a quarterback. That's what I would tell Kellen Moore. Don't think like a quarterback. Think like an offensive coordinator with a solid defense that's one of the better defenses in the National Football League. When you start thinking like Kellen Moore, like a quarterback, go check the box scores a year ago when the Dallas Cowboys were losing versus check the box scores at the beginning of the season when they were winning and see the difference on the game plan and some of the things that they were doing. So, Jay, when Key says don't think like a quarterback, you want to see a little more dynamism from the offense? No, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just – I'm not saying – look, it's the first game back. But it, I, I think there is a, a feel-out point. Key, and I hear what you're saying. Like, at the end of the day, your equation is correct, right? You run the ball – you, you pick your spots. Your defense plays exceptionally well. That leads to championships. But you, there, will, there, there will be – Dak will need to get back into the rhythm. And I think the wideouts will need to get back into a rhythm playing with Dak. Right? A lot of numbers – So it sounds like you're saying there's more upside there. There is upside. I agree, Key. I think that, that what you're saying is right. That's the basis, Right. But you can. They do have some receivers, and when everyone gets clicking, it should look better than what it looked like yesterday. And yesterday was more are than you, enough. Are you happy winning twenty-four to six, Max? Yeah, yep, all day. Yeah, would yeah. you Would you feel better if it was forty-five to six? No, but I wonder if that, like, when you run into in the NFC, if the Bucks get it together, yeah, if if the Niners or Rams get it together, you know, the Eagles. You're just playing the Eagles. Like, you may need. A little more dynamism from the offense. Well, we we could get we got that. That's that's it's what there. We got. It's in the package. We, we, we we're this big right now. Okay, we were this big before. We got nothing out of that, so right. we shrunk it down, and now we say to ourselves, if we need to expand it a little more, you don't need to have a fifty thousand square foot house, Jay. You can get I'm, everything I'm, done in your fifteen thousand square foot house. Well, one thousand percent, Keith. I mean. Everything 15, in your 15,000 square foot house, Jay, you can get done. You know, Key's been making money since he was 18. 15,000 square feet is different, right, Jay? Key's key been making <laughs> money since he was 18. Right. Key's no, like, you don't need a giant house. You can make doing 15,000 square feet. I'm talking, about, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about Jay's 15,000 square oh. feet. He's crazy. I've just never been a subscriber of this, though, because I get it when people say, well, did they win the game? Yes. But if you've been part of any competitive organization, right? 
getting a win is getting a win, but how you get the win matters, right? There are details that are practice habits that come out and how you want to be crisp. You want to be sharp. So I'm saying, yes, I give the Cowboys a round of applause for winning the game 24 to six against the Lions. I'm just saying there still is room for improvement with that offense. And Dak first came back. You just want to see that offense continue to move in the right direction the way you've seen the defense do for the past two years. Meantime, you know what team and what quarterback would love to be playing like Dallas right now? Tom Brady and the Bucks. Can they get things turned around? Turn it around, I said. Can they get things turned around? That's coming up. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, ESPN Radio. Tom Brady should have stayed his ass at home. Just his body language and how he looked at the podium. Guy who looks somewhat defeated. We just have not played well. It doesn't matter if you don't execute your job well. Then it doesn't matter who's on the other side. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max. Well, they, they, I'm not they, a player. Yeah, just crush they got the player music. Yates got it. Look at Orlovsky coming in. Open tie, open collar. Well, he, he Very the fitting. He had the chain out. He had the cross chain out. He had out. the chain out, the whole yeah, thing. put the chain out on him. There you go. Yeah, let it breathe. Dan Orlovsky, yeah. ESPN football so, analyst. So, so. Dan, as you may recall. So, as you may recall. <laughs> What'd you say, Keyshawn? What are you doing? I'm, I'm filling in your seat since you're out in L.A. in the sun. No, I'm talking about the, 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 the open collar with the tie. And the <laughs> Dude, I just got done watching tape driving, getting ready for the show. I got to do, like, relax. Look a mess. Right. <laughs> you look a mess. Look a mess. It's it's he's a uh, he's he's artfully. Uh, you have a magenta sweatshirt on. Okay, and you look a mess. I'm you couldn't no, even say you mess. Look a mess. No, you look Dan, a mess. If you're gonna say mess, say it with your chest. You look a mess. I'm not ready to fight with Keyshawn today, man. I did What's that enough last morning. Week. All right. What's going on? I'm locked in. Dan, as you recall, first take in 2016. I got on the air and I predicted Nobody to everybody. Anymore, Max. Wait a minute. I <laughs> said, <laughs> say off I said October 23rd, 2022. Brady's falling <laughs> off the cliff. That's what I said. I'm Breaking sure. news, everybody. Max is wrong again. He's, it's not him in Tampa Bay. Okay, what's going on? First of all, it's the worst. Ru- they're done. Okay? Tampa's done. It's the worst run game in the NFL. Worst run game in the NFL. And they do it too much. So when your run game stinks and you run the football too much... Then you're into a ton of third and longs. And guess what, Tampa? You're not good enough anymore to live in that world. Like two years ago, you were good enough because you had an all-world offensive line and superstars across the board. And your perimeter players were studs. Godwin was playing like a stud. Evans was playing like a stud. Your number three was Antonio Brown. Gronk was still – you're not good enough anymore. Their their defense is so undisciplined, man. I mean – Four weeks in a row now, we've watched this defense just get gutted. So, they're, they're done. Um, there's no way that you can trust that football team. They cannot play to the style that they are playing right now. So, who's going to win the division there, man? Because the division stinks. I, I said this last week. I think we were on together. I, I, the team that I honestly believe the most in, Atlanta. Yeah. Atlanta. Wow. Yeah, they just got, you know, it handed to them. Okay, against a Cincinnati team that and aired both, it out. Both starting corners were out for Atlanta. So that right. has to play, you know, especially that good match, bad matchup too. against Cincinnati. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So this is a situation like Bruce Arians got out at the right time, passed well, the keys over to Todd Bowles, recognizing what the team's going to be. Yeah, I mean, I think a little, I don't know, because Bruce Arians is adamant that this is the most talented roster that they've had. Jay, dude, these injuries have caught up. If, if, you know, like. 
There's reasons why, you know, in pro sports, X amount of people get paid X amount of dollars. And all the injuries that they have dealt with on their offensive line, Jensen, the two guards leaving, and everyone thought it was going to be okay. It's not, guys. It's, it, watch the game. There's a revolving door on the interior of their offensive line. So it's not that Bruce got out at the right time. It's just some of those injuries and departures really caught but up. But when guys them. depart, what you can't have is your center go down also, right? Like that's the tipping point. You can try to patch it up. With the guards, so you sign a veteran, whatever. But when you're when the guy you really need in the middle then goes down, you don't have a margin for error anymore. Yeah, I mean, there's only five offensive linemen on the field, and when 60% of them are gone, yeah. and and the the guy in the middle is not good. He was he's top three in in the NFL at his position. There's going to be a lot of impact, and then really like. Mike has a touchdown drop yesterday. That's uncharacteristic. Julio hasn't done anything since, like, week one. Chris Godwin hasn't been on the field consistently because of the hamstring. But I'm telling you guys, dude, watch. The, so, they were in third and eight plus, I think, four or five times in the first half yesterday. Two years ago when they won the Super Bowl, they were so good it didn't matter. They mm-hmm. could still do it, you know? Yeah. They can't anymore. Yeah. So, Dan, that you got them cooked, done, finished. They need to start getting the U-Hauls ready in about another month. What do you have Green Bay? Because Green Bay is three games behind Minnesota now. Yeah, Green Bay makes me want to punch my hand through a wall. Um, Green Bay is so far from who they should be offensively. They have completely lost their identity. This Mike Shanahan, Kyle Shanahan, Gary Kubiak system looks – I feel like I'm watching the Steelers offensive last year, honestly. (laughs) There's no desire to actually create – chunk throws down the field their best players let them down by making critical mistakes Rodgers does not look comfortable in the pocket I mean there's plays yesterday like Elkton Jenkins one of their best offensive linemen he just doesn't go to the right guy in blocking if he does Aaron Jones might hit his head on the goalpost. Alan Lazard on a perimeter screen doesn't block the corner he's one of the best blocking receivers in football if he does might be a walk-in touchdown Romeo Dobbs they run another perimeter screen Steelers offensive last year, and instead of looking at the ball key to catch it, he's looking at the defense. It's blocked up perfectly. He drops it. Might be a walk-in touchdown. So the, the reason why I get like so frustrated with Green Bay, but I'm also not ready to say they're done, is because these are controllable things that they can fix. But God bless. Let's fix it, fellas. Dobbs. It's week seven, man. Zero fantasy points on my daily fantasy and I lost my league because of him and my because thing, of him dude my thing is, is, is this you're the back-to-back NFL MVP and you're a coach that has been in the running for coach of the year the last two years figure it out well yeah th- that, that's why I said before Dan I was like I I can't remember the last time an elite quarterback elite right that's pertains to what four maybe five yeah in the NFL have lost to the Giants the Jets and then the Commanders all back to back to back Granted, the Giants and the Jets are better, but Giants Jets pretty good. But the Commanders with a backup quarterback, not good. <laughs> I agree. It, it, it's it's the same stuff. And if I can sit sit here and figure like and see, okay, you guys should be doing more of this. Put him like they're they're in they're Pittsburgh from last year. Always in the gun, ball out quick, mm-hmm. kick it to the perimeter. Guys, what happened to like putting the quarterback under center and marrying your stuff and trying to physically dominate the line of scrimmage? That's why even a little bit like Kansas City last year, I remember Kansas City for years was so RPO dependent. Your offensive line looked soft because they couldn't block anymore, and everyone's going, what's wrong? Because there's, there's no opportunity for the offensive line to be like, here it comes. Like, here it comes, and you got to stop. It's, it's, it's and if so you don't, frustrating if that's not part of your identity, hey. then you're not going to be good at it. Correct, right. Dan. Yeah. You want to smile right now for me? 
I'm frustrated with these two. This, I'm yeah. frustrated. So with we're going to get off man. of the two quarterbacks that frustrate you, but we're going to get on a quarterback now that I astutely said, Mr. Keyshawn pat himself on the back, <laughs> that Geno Smith is the same thing as Russell Wilson. And I was crucified by you and many others. It's the same thing to me in Seattle. What do you think about the way he's playing right now for the Seahawks? Yeah, I don't believe I was on and crucified you when you said that. So, Oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> if Gino – I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but if Gino was doing this in, like, Chicago, it would, be, it would be the best story in the NFL. But since it's happening in Seattle, obviously one coast, it's the West Coast, like we're not talking about it enough. But what Gino has done has been incredible – We did the preseason game out there for them when they played against the – it was Seattle-Chicago. And I just remember going to practice one day, and I tweeted it out. I was like, Geno was throwing the absolute stripe out of the football today. And it wasn't even close to me, the Geno Smith-Drew Locke competition. It seemed like the the Seattle Seahawks wanted Locke, but I was like, watch Geno throw. Um, He's playing incredible football, and they're leading the division right now. Pete has done, obviously saw stuff in, in Gino in that team that we did not anticipate, but it's as good, if not the best story going in the NFL so Dan, of the Giants. Dan, for people like me who might oversimplify, but look, there's too much information. You've got to tell a story eventually, right? Um, look, Russell Wilson, new, I get it, first-year head coach, first-year offensive coordinator, new team, da-da-da. He doesn't look the same. Correct. Gino Smith with Pete Carroll looks like Russell Wilson used to. It certainly looks like at this moment that Russell Wilson was a creation of Pete Carroll. Or, or you know, I mean, like, I, I know that's oversimplifying. And, no, I know and what you're but how does it it's look hard. right now for Russell Wilson? You're someone who puts expert eyes on it. Yeah. I, I'm not putting the same eyes on it, but to me, it looks like, ooh, this looks bad for Russ right now. It, it's, it's a fair kind of way to categorize it. Um, I would say this Russ look, and I got, I have the Broncos this weekend, Sunday. Me, Lewis, we're doing Levy, Rutledge, we're doing the game in, um, in London versus the oh, Jags. Oh, London. Yep. London. I, Russ, Maybe I'll Russ be there. right now cannot see basic football plays against basic defenses in the NFL. I don't know. It's one of two things, Max. He either can't see or he doesn't know who he's supposed to be looking at to actually see. And that's shocking to say about a guy who's played at the level that he has for 10 years. But Gino is doing everything that Russ isn't right now. Russell, it's one, not just that Russ looks bad, it's that Gino looks great. He looks great. He looks like Russ used to, and there's Pete Carroll looking like a million bucks right now. Yeah, I, I'd say I'd argue he looks more consistent than Russ has in a long time. Mm. That's Dan Orlovsky, ESPN football analyst. Daniel. Thanks, Dan. All right, Dan just said the Daniel. Bucks are done. What? Is he right? That's coming up. ESPN Radio. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. 
With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Tom Brady should have stayed his ass at home. Just his body language and how he looked at the podium, guy who looks somewhat defeated. We just have not played well. It doesn't matter if you don't execute your job well, then it doesn't matter who's on the other side. You've got to put Tracy and Katie together. It's good. Same kind of guy. Mm. Right? Same kind of player. Mm. I like it. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, the ESPN app. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down and listen live. You've got a phone in your pocket. Or sorry, scroll down the live radio is the icon. you got a phone in your pocket. You can take us wherever you are. And you can join the conversation. 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. On the Dr. Pepper call-in line, which team is more of a mess right now? Which Bay, Green or Tampa? Which old geezer quarterback, Rodgers or Brady? Dan Orlovsky, guys, just said the Bucks are done. Listen to this what? and tell me if he's right. They're done, okay? Tampa's done. It's the worst run game in the NFL. Worst run game in the NFL. And they do it too much. So when your run game stinks and you run the football too much, then you're into a ton of third and longs. And guess what, Tampa? You're not good enough anymore to live in that world. Like two years ago, you were good enough because you had an all-world offensive line. And superstars across the board. And your perimeter players were studs. Godwin was playing like a stud. Evans was playing like a stud. Your number three was Antonio Brown. Gronk was still... You're not good enough anymore. Their defense is so undisciplined, man. Four Four weeks in a row now, we've watched this defense just get gutted. So they're done. There's no Stop. way that you can trust that football team. They cannot play to the style that they are playing right now. 888 say ESPN 729 3776. Is Dan Orlovsky right? Are the Bucks done? Key, what do you think? I don't know. That. Oh, I'm just watching this video here of Mike Evans dropping that Lamborghini. <laughs> Told you. Drop the Lamborghini, then drop the Bentley on the double catch. Um, I don't know that they're done. Because of the division. The division is not good. I understand Atlanta had a nice little win a, a couple weeks ago. And everybody was, oh, Atlanta, oh, Marcus Mariota. Look who they beat. I mean, I think Tampa's just got to figure out how to get healthy and get back to doing some of the things that they're capable of doing on the defensive side of the ball and come up with an offensive philosophy that works. And 40, throwing 49 times does not work. 
All right. Justin in Chicago, what do you think? Yeah, I think Rogers is done. Rogers done. He's looking lazy. He's looking uninterested. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's too worried about doing podcasts instead of playing football. I like the fact that Justin said uninterested because too many people say disinterested, which is not what that means. <laughs> disinterested means objective. Him. Uninterested is the right here, word. I like here it. Here comes my does Rogers, education. That's right. Does Rogers look uninterested to you, Key? Um, no, just the way I he think looks. He, I just yeah, he just looks like you, Max. I mean, he, you know, handsome. Just you know, just out there in a fog trying to figure out how to get things going right on the offensive side of the ball. But see, kid, the only thing I, I never questioned Rogers' talent ever, even when he's not. I have questioned though leadership style. Like, is he like as a former player? If that dude were my leader, like I know my leader on the basketball court can score thirty. But, like, is he really getting us to the next level by helping everybody? I, that's where I'm a little bit on how he leads. Ryan in Texas, you're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hey, good morning to you. Morning. What's up, brother? Or not. Then we lost All right. Him. Well, he said good morning. That's nice. Morning. Hey, Yates. Richard in Arizona. You're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Yeah, Dan Orlaski is done. That's the way losers think, the first sign of trouble. Oh, it's all over. Ooh, woe is me. Well, that's not Tom Brady. There's a lot of football left. He's got a, a new coach, a new head coach. I know he's coached before, but it was very short-lived. So uh, they're just getting back in sync. If you don't have Evans, dropping the football. Uh, so... Let Tom Brady do his thing. You're trying to throw the goat out with a little bit of trouble, a little stormy water. The king will calm the sea. So, Dan, I'll just leave it at that. Okay. I want to stay nice. I like the spicy venom. Mitch in Indiana has an opinion about this, Key and Jay. What's up with your Colts, Mitch? I do. Hey, Max, real quick, I just got one quick point. What was Dan doing with that tie this morning? Getting ready to put it on. Put it on or don't put it on, right? <laughs> well, I think he just got done at a wedding. It did look a little bit intentionally placed there to show you that he's in, right? disheveled in a way that he's <laughs> coming. fine. It's a casual show. He's the cleanest, tidiest dishevelment I've ever seen. It was like perfectly placed around his neck. The chain showing just right. Oh, everything was just so. <laughs> the chain was trying hard. The chain was trying hard. Was it yeah. trying hard? That's the question. All right, all right. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Uh, busted Dan on this, but uh, what about uh, Green Bay with uh, Rodgers? I think he's done. I think right, I think time. he's at the point where where they're they're more uh, they're more in trouble. They just don't okay. have the weapons. Um, but yeah, thanks for the call. Yeah, they well, should just they... go. They should just turn to Jordan Love then, man. If Jordan, they should just turn to Jordan Love since y'all think. Aaron Rodgers can't play football anymore. Just turn to Jordan Love. Hey, Jordan Love, your turn. That, By the way, what you just said, Key, kind of puts it in perspective. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. Let's let's slip another call in. Otis in Maryland. You're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Hey, fellas, I love your show. First and foremost, I think you do an awesome job. I watch you in the morning every day before I go to work. Um, As far as Tom Brady, I would say give him a break. They have won so many games, you have to keep it in perspective. I think that any team goes through implementation dips with a new coach, 
and they have to take it in perspective, take it in stride. And this is what a this is kind of like a character building uh, period for them. But everybody needs to realize that they have been in a Super Bowl less than two years from this point. So the things that they need to fix are pretty easy in comparison to not having so many other elements on offense, defense, special teams. They have the right mix. They just need to put it all together. Yeah, they do. They do need to put it together. I know you listen to us and watch us every morning before you go to work. Well, start watching us at work. It's okay. I said it's fine. You can do that. You can watch us at work. That's true. And by the way, if you have if you have the app key, you know when you get to work, you're sitting in your car. Oh, I got to go in. Just pop in the AirPods, whatever you know. You're a little you know, not not everyone. No one's looking. And you put us on the app. You scroll down from yes. more. It says live radio. You walk right into work. People think you're listening to music, whatever. Or they leave you alone. You're on a conference call, a Zoom. You're really listening to Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio on the app. Yeah, I've been, Smartly I've been, I've done. I've met yeah. Otis in the wild. Otis, that's true. Otis Redding? I mean, when's the last Otis you've spoken o- to? Otis Ain't nobody Nixon? come here to see you, Otis. Man, Otis is an older gentleman. They don't, they don't name Otis as anymore. Matter of fact, if what you are named Otis. you're a kid with the name Otis? If like, you're yeah. named Otis, you're born at about 40. You, if you, ever, Button? you ever look at Otis Nixon, the baseball player? When he was like in his 20s, he looked like he was 60 ago, years old. Otis Nixon. Makes you old right away. Nixon, see, that's what I'm saying. Who's responsible for the Yankees' poor postseason showing? And will Aaron Boone survive this? Keyshawn J. Willemax. Listen to Keyshawn J. Willemax live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.